everybody. This is Dr. Colleen Batchelder, and I am so excited to be with you for another inspiring and encouraging and equipping night of 30 Days of Hope. Now, today, we have been listening to tons of different interviews. We've had pastors, spiritualists, founders of nonprofits, and just hearing where they've found personal hope has been so encouraging to us. And tonight, I am so excited to introduce you to a friend of mine, Jordan Stockdale. So please give a round of applause, lift up your coffee, lift up your glass, and cheers to Jordan. <laughs> we're, we're all set here. Now, Jordan, so you're in New York City, and you've done quite a bit of work with the New York City Mayor's Office. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so most recently I served as our Deputy Director for Closed Rikers. So I worked on the plans to actually close the facility to reduce the jail uh, the number of people in jail, the uh, jail capacity, and to improve conditions for the fewer people who are in jail. Wow. So that was the last project, yeah. 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 And, and I think that's how we met, because you were at a criminal justice reform, and you had spoken on that, and it was so encouraging. Um, what, especially with the coronavirus, I think that gets really kind of pushed to the side. How, how are people who are in the criminal justice system doing with this? Um, you know, how are their families, especially doing with the struggle of not being able to visit and connect? with those that are in the system right now? Yeah, I think that's a really difficult thing, you know, not to be able to see your loved ones that are behind bars. And, you know, it's, a, it's a sad time. I mean, the good thing is that the mayor has released uh, a large number of people that, you know, are misdemeanors uh, that don't have to be in jail right now, given the circumstances. And I think that's really important to reduce the jail population uh, safely so that fewer people are exposed. Uh, so I, you know, applaud administration for that, and I know advocates are calling, you know, been pushing for that for a while. So I applaud advocacy as well. Uh, I'm not working on that issue anymore, uh, but I do think it's a really important one and one that I thinks near and dear to many people in our community. Mm. I, I was really excited to read that in the paper. It's like, yes, we're doing something. <laughs> so I was really excited for those families. So to me, it's almost like, especially during this tumultuous time, to be with your loved ones face-to-face -face is just an encouraging experience. Yeah, um, but you do, you know, you, you do step into areas of advocacy with the mayor's office, but you also are the co-founder of an organization called Higher Harlem. So just give everybody uh, watching a little bit about the organization, what it stands for, and, and what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Hire Harlem is a platform that promotes businesses that hire locally, give back to the community, or are owned by women and people of color. That's the MWBE, uh, government bureaucracy speak, if you will, uh, minority women-owned businesses. And so uh, the business, you know, or sorry, the Hire Harlem was created in an attempt to ensure that, you know, while Harlem is gentrifying, that we support the businesses that have been here for a long time, that have, you know, owned by the long-term residents, that have been hiring locally for, you know, years and years, that have been reinvesting their money in the community. Uh, and that's, you know, we've interviewed a ton of small businesses and we've put their stories out there so people can see them and then hopefully incentivize them to support uh, those businesses. But, you know, it's just fascinating stories. You know, people that are born in Harlem, that mm. uh, their, their parents and their kids go to school there. So, of course, they donate to the local schools, right? Or, of course, they donate to the local church or the local basketball uh, summer school uh, program. And it's like, because they're part of the community. And I think it, myself, so I'm from Missouri. I moved to Harlem in 2010, where I was a teacher. Um, and, you know, after teaching, I wanted to ensure that I was still giving back to the community 
And as a gentrifier, as somebody who's coming in here with, you know, a higher than average income, I think it's actually really important for us to think about how we're supporting local businesses so that they stay, they stay here. I think it's a powerful word of encouragement too, because realizing, you know, I'm, I'm in a sense, an interruption to what's been going on for years. So how can I actually support instead of starting new businesses and, and new initiatives, how can I actually look at what's happening now and figure out how to partner and how to actually form a collaboration to really support the businesses and, and organizations there. What, what do you find is the biggest need, especially with the coronavirus and especially um, with the social distancing and how it's affected businesses? How can we tangibly and practically support, especially businesses in Harlem right now? Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways. So there are businesses that have, uh, you know, they have gift cards that you can purchase now. Uh, there are businesses that are saying, hey, you can pay money now to get your nails done in the future, to get your hair, hair done in the future. Um, actually, I was thinking through today, like, how can I support my barber? He's been cutting my hair for like seven, eight years. I need that. For real. But in like, how do I support him? Well, all right of us now? are wondering what we're going to look like in six months. <laughs> so I was thinking I actually might just call him today and, and see what's possible there. Yeah. But the, the point is, there are a lot of businesses that are uh, either doing delivery or pickup, which is important. Um, you know, you can still social distance and do that and wash your hands after you pick up everything. All that, that important work. Um, or gift cards for the future. You know, so I think it's uh, behooves us to really think through. I think one of the worst things that could happen, you know, outside of uh, the, the terrible loss of life, which is unmeasurable, very sad. But be, another terrible thing that could happen is as a, re, a result of the coronavirus and kind of social distancing that all these small mom and pops that are barely getting by get shut down and get replaced mm -hmm. by large corporate chains. Mm -hmm. They don't really have the same incentive to hire from the community, to give back to the community. Um, and, and aren't necessarily, uh, you know, areas of social mobility for, you know, the long-term residents here. Yeah. And, and to me, as I was like stepping into New York, I wanted to look like New York. I, I don't want to see the franchises pop up. I want to make sure that I am supporting and that it looks like that same environment that I'm used to. So I think to me, you know, if we want to keep that atmosphere, then we need to pour into the people who are keeping it like that. Um, so I'm excited. And just for those watching and those listening, we are going to have a bunch of links. So, um, we're, I, I'm going to be working also too with Jordan kind of figuring out, all right, what are certain businesses that need our support the most? And we're going to link to their business page, their gift cards, um, give you the tangible and practical tools that you can reach from your wallet, reach from your Venmo account and truly support these businesses and faces that you might not ever see. You might be in Missouri, you might be in Pennsylvania and you might not be in the city, but this is a way that you can love your neighbor now. That's beautiful. I like that. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. So Jordan, this has been wonderful. Thanks so much for being with us. Um, and just highlighting Harlem and highlighting what we can do to truly be hands and feet right now. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on the show and talking about Higher Harlem and the kind of need to support small businesses during this tragic time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And just before we end our conversation, um, we've been asking all these different people, how are you finding personal hope right now? So how are you actually experiencing self-care in this moment, especially in New York City? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting time for that. I've been you know, connecting with my friends a lot. We've had our like happy hours <laughs> on Zoom, which I think is important. Uh, this morning, we had like a, a few of my friends, we had this kind of small group worship uh, that was great, and we, you know, nice. testimony and read some scriptures, and I, that you know, I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I've been meditating, 
and then diving into a lot of creative things. And we have way more time now that, you know, our commutes are cut off and that we can't really do uh, out of, outside of work events. And so, you know, I'm kind of writing, writing some poetry and, and that kind of thing. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it, it is true. To me, it's almost like, especially when you're a commuter, you realize how many hours in the day that you have access to, whether it's just to learn or to reach out. So it's, it's actually, it's a beautiful gift in a sense right now. Yeah, definitely. So great. Well, Jordan, thanks so much for being with us, and I appreciate it. And to all those watching, thank you for for coming uh, and letting us come into your living rooms right now for another day of thirty days of hope. So stay tuned for tomorrow night. Thank you.